You're listening to Small Business Wife, where our goal is to empower, edify, and equip all you small business owning wives. If you're looking for a community of like-minded people to support you along this journey, you're in the right place. Join us every week as we dig into the realities of business owning as a family. Hey guys, welcome to the Small Business Wife Podcast. I am Amanda Hampa, and I'm here with my best friend, Emily Brignola. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> Sorry, I have crazy allergies today. They've been insane in the Midwest, so hopefully they don't come across on all the things today. It's so. fine. This is real life. <laughs> it's real life. We are real people mm-hmm. with allergies. It's crazy. Pollen is not my friend. Like last night we were driving to Madison and there was like what looked like dust coming up mm-hmm. from the grass, like as it was like sprinkling rain. And Darby was like, what is that? I was like, pollen. pollen. That's what that <laughs> is. That is grass pollen. And he was like, oh, that's why yours and Lena's like, I was like, allergies have been on fire. Yes, mm-hmm. that is. But um, so anyways, long story short, we are excited that you guys are joining (laughs) us today. We have loved what we are accomplishing and it's been super fun to be able to kind of dissect over the last few weeks just how we run our businesses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, We're excited because kind of this new uh, way we're going to start doing things is kind of just like now you get to really see the real Emily and Amanda. And if we were just to go out to coffee and hang out, and this is normally how we would normally do things, is like I would have some brilliant idea or something that was super stressing me out, and I'd be like, hey, Emily, what do you think about this thing? And so we decided to kind of switch to that format and do a little bit snippets of like our heartbeats and really how we dissect and deal with business owning as two different Uh, wives in different industries and different points in the game Mm -hmm. Um, and so today I kind of want you guys to just uh, hear a little bit with Emily I'll just honestly say it as it is like I hate talking about money and so when my husband started a business the first thing that went through my mind was how the heck are we going to afford our life like Mm -hmm. and what are we going to do and so I called my best friend um, on FaceTime and I just said you know she at the time was living in Belgium and so it was like 11 o'clock my time 7 a.m. she was on her way to her job and I called her crying and she was like what's going on and I said Darby's starting a business I need your help Mm -hmm. and I was like how the heck do I cut my expenses how do I do all of these things and Emily literally to this day like you know that day she was like all right these are the 10 things you're gonna do um and I wrote them all down on a notes in my phone and I um when we hit the pandemic last year I pulled that notes from my phone of the 10 things that she did and we did it all over again with our budget Um, there. And because of some of these things that she's told me, you know, through the pandemic and even now, like from when we started our gym, sorry, when we started our cleaning company, we grew the cleaning company from zero to six figures and then sold that business a few years later and then started the gym. And now we're running close to a half million dollar gym right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And through the pandemic, even in an industry when we were shut down, you know, we're hearing across the board, gyms are shutting down everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. still, you know, people are closing their doors, which is heartbreaking to me. Like some of the things that Emily taught me in that season um, applied and, you know, we made 20% profit last year. Mm -hmm. And so with that, like, I'm going to hand it over to you. So like Emily, like, um, what are your like very basics? Like, you know, and you're starting a business, so that makes it easy. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, just like to give you kind of like a broad overview, like there's, I think like two or three points that when you're just starting a business or even like in a really rough spot financially, yeah. um, I would focus on. And the first is, especially if you're just like 
starting a business or if you're thinking about starting a business, the first and main thing would be most of us don't have very many resources to put into that. And a lot for a lot of people that can be a huge hurdle to get over to like decide that they want to go into business owning or even like if you're currently business owning right now, deciding whether or not you can make it. And um, so the very first thing that I would say is get everything for free that you possibly can. Yeah. That sounds silly because like where are you going to get things for free? But like I think um, Darby kind of mentioned it when we were interviewing him last week. It just the idea of like you have to stop asking yourself when or any of those things and just like decide to do it. And it's kind of the same with entrepreneurs like entrepreneurs don't look at a situation and say, oh, I can't do it. They look at a situation and they say, how can I do it? Mm -hmm. And um, so like, for example, I uh, have a bookkeeping business. So I use QuickBooks online. I think it's fantastic. I can talk all day about QuickBooks. But normally you have to pay for QuickBooks. Well, I didn't have very many like finances to put towards our business when we were starting out. So how can I get QuickBooks for free? Mm -hmm. Well, so I did some research and QuickBooks offers a free account for accountants. So if I have set up an accountant account, then I can access everyone's QuickBooks who are my clients. And also I can do my own books for absolutely free. So, (laughs) which is fantastic. Yes. (laughs) So instead of paying 40 bucks a month, I pay zero bucks a month. And so just little things like that, like a business bank account. We were just talking about this today. There's a ton of free checking accounts for business owners. Like most business owners, they pay like 12 to 15 bucks a month, at least in our area for a business account. And there's a lot of banks that give you a free account. So that's Mm -hmm. 12 to 14 bucks a month that you do not have to spend on accounts. And like, even down to things like getting your clients. Where can you advertise for free? A lot of people use social media, for mm-hmm. example, because you, I mean, you can, you have the option to do paid ads, but yeah. you also have the option to build a following for free. And okay, so if you want to start your business and you don't have a ton of people following you, where can you borrow somebody else's audience mm-hmm. for free? Like you have this business. Can you Maybe go on a podcast, for for example, (laughs) and talk about this thing that you are an expert in. Talk about this business idea, you know. Can who do you know who already has a following or who has a following that maybe you could borrow to like talk about your business idea to build your own following or like what you guys did, lowering your expenses. But like, okay, so you don't have a physical location. Where can you borrow somebody's garage? Yeah, start it's, doing jiu-jitsu. it's so crazy to me because like, I feel like most of the time, like people just don't understand all the free resources that are out there. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and what I do appreciate about like my husband is like Darby's always been the very type of person that is like, I can sell myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Essentially. And like, and that sounds, that sounds horrible. Like as side note, but I was just <laughs> like, but he really does like, and for us, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, we, that's like the basis we've done marketing. Darby's been a guru with like, with, with Facebook and social media marketing. But mm-hmm. I was like, you think about like this, like influencer culture that we're in right now. It's like interesting because it's like, um, people aren't selling their products. You no. know what I mean? They're selling their audience mm-hmm. for, you know what I mean? And then also they're also celebrating their, their life and their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's like, it's interesting because it's like, I forget sometimes even with us, like we forget sometimes all the time that like people are watching us, you know what I mean? People mm-hmm. are watching our life. Like I was like, oh yeah. Like the other, like last night on our date night, I was like, Darby, I was like, 
people really enjoy what we do. Like, yeah. and I was like, and they really think that we have the dream life. And he was like, um, because we do. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, but I forget that. Like when we're in the nitty gritty and the grind, like it's hard to really see that aspect of it. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, uh, and it's funny. Cause I'm like, we're still looking for the free advertising. We're still looking yeah. for the free things. We're still looking for ways to like cut expenses and like, mm-hmm. and like ways to invest in all of that stuff. But it all started because we were just like, we got to do this. Like, and I was and I, and I think part of it is like, I, as the person that runs our finances and all of those things was mm-hmm. like, I had no other choice. Right. Yeah. And so like, I, I was like, we don't have a lot of money, so I can't go spend the baller things. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To like get all the resources. Like, that's why you call your friend panicking. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're like, but like you guys, like you didn't have the capital to be like, okay, well, we're going to buy all these bags and buy all these mats and Mm -mm. pay $3,000 a month for rent for this big space. So Mm -hmm. you found a wrestling academy. Yeah. So we, yeah, exactly. Space you could rent out. Yeah. And like, and that's the funny thing is, is like, is like when you get into that, it's like, um, it's that idea of like, you just take what you have and you monetize your passions. Right. Yeah. And so what Darby was really great at is like, yeah, that's like our story is like, we didn't have the, the, the academy that we had. Like we started in like a warehouse building that like had smelly gym mats, like on the floor mm-hmm. and like, it was a wrestling academy and they were amazing. Like I loved everything that they did at that wrestling academy. Cause like what they did for their students and all that stuff. But the guy decided that he wanted, um, a jujitsu school there, like a jujitsu program Mm -hmm. and Darby and one of their friends that was training there and a coach there she was like hey I know this guy that teaches amazing jiu-jitsu and like and that's how it happened was just like Darby was like they were like we have these time frames available on Tuesdays and Thursdays and that was the start of our gym and it's funny like we didn't even have you know we borrowed their space but it was like we didn't even have like their students coming to our mm-hmm. thing, which we thought would be like our biggest pull is like, oh, we'll pull from the wrestling people. But if you know anything between jujitsu and wrestling, it's like this weird unspoken thing. Like it's now <laughs> finally being broken, like, and they're intertwining into the two sports. But it was like, at first it was like, well, I'm a wrestler and I'm a jujitsu person. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, whatever guys. And it's funny because like, I'll never forget our first class. Like our first class like had five people in it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's not so... Because it's that whole idea of, like, you just don't despite the humble beginnings. Like, mm-hmm. because, like, five years from now, like, you're not going to regret starting that. Like, you're not going to regret cutting the finances, doing the things that, you know what I mean? And all of those things, because, like, if your passion's worth it, you know what I mean? And the life that we have that everybody dreams to have, like, that I have, like, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's worth every, like, call we had to make financially, even like, every fear I had to deal with, like, financially. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth it. And if it's worth it to you to have that life five years from now, like you're like, oh yeah, like I'll give up everything, you know? Absolutely. And Darby's always been like that. I've been like, well, I, my security, it's like, it's, I uh, just, you know, well, even like for you, like you kind of have been kind of put in like on the spot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you know, like this is what it is. And so you guys have your fixed income and stuff like mm-hmm. that that you're working with. Like, how are you doing that stuff now? You know? Yeah. So one of the ways that we do that now is that, well, Nick and I, like for years have always kept all of our expenses super low. Yeah. Um, and that kind of goes back to, um, when we were living in Belgium, he, Nick had, uh, quit his job so that he could work full time in ministry, um, which over in Europe is not usually a paid position. Sure. <laughs> um, so we were a one income household. It was just me. And I was in a job that like super great people, super great like learning experience but was a super toxic work environment yeah um just for a lot of reasons and half of them were cultural but like 
it, it was very, very unhealthy. And I was in a place personally where I was really struggling through depression. Mm-hmm. And so I eventually had to have a conversation with Nick where I was like, hey, I need to quit my job. Like, it's not, it's not a want. It's like, I'm, I'm thinking, literally thinking about killing myself every time I go into the office. Like, I need to quit my job. And like, bless his heart, like, obviously, he was super supportive. <laughs> but like, of course. Um, but like, it was kind of like spawned from like that season of our lives that we were like, we want to keep our expenses so low all the time mm-hmm. so that neither of us are ever stuck in like a work environment or in a toxic environment that like we can't get out of because of finances. Yeah. Like we never ever want to to be limited to a bad situation because of finances. And so for years we've kept our finances super low and that's one of the reasons that like when we moved to the states, we didn't buy a house, we bought a duplex. Yeah. Like we live on one side and we have renters on the other side who so pay great. our mortgage. That's so great. And like we pay like maybe a couple hundred dollars, like $200 maybe <laughs> of real estate taxes a month and that's it. So yeah. like we, but that like, but that whole idea, like, like you and I were talking about it yesterday, even mm-hmm. like, I was like, that whole idea is like, people don't think about like, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's, it's so funny because like Dar- Darby and I were listening to a YouTube uh, podcast, like from this, um, he like builds like off the grid, um, off the grid, like cabins because mm-hmm. like unbeknownst to a lot of people, like that's one of Darby's dreams, which I'm still trying to get behind because I don't know how I feel about pouring water into my toilet. <laughs> to make it flush but whatever and he's like he's gonna roll his eyes when he hears it because he's gonna be like that's not even the point anyways mm-hmm. um I understand the point but anyways but the guy was saying he was like everybody asks me like how can we afford 40 acres of land mm-hmm. he's like you see the truck that's on this video that cost me 300 dollars yeah but I have land mm-hmm. he was you know what I mean and it was like literally he kept going through like all of these things and it was so funny he was like he, the one was like I can afford this land because I taught my family to live in a 12 by 12 cabin that we built from the ground up. Yeah. And he's like, you know what I mean? And I was like, and I would Darby and I were like talking about that. We're like, yeah, it was like, people don't understand for us. Like it was like choosing in seasons to go, we can go down to one car. It's not what we want to do, but we can. Yeah. And we're going to, because you know, five years from now when we're making the money, we're not going to be mad about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, and it's always comes back to that answer freedom, like having the freedom to make the choices for us. It was Darby always wanted me as my mom, as a mom to have the freedom to make the choices. If I wanted to stay at home with the kids Mm -hmm. to make the choices, you know what I mean? Like we had to make calls of like when he was in a toxic environment or I was in a toxic environment, we wanted that freedom. And the only way you get it is like utilizing money as a tool, Absolutely, you know, for sure. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, for us, like we, I mean, we only have cars that are paid off. We never yeah. pay a, a car payment because, I mean, we don't want to, first of all, cars depreciate. Don't even get me started on <laughs> like, how bad of an investment a car is. But like, we don't want to pay interest on something that's going to be depreciating in value anyway. Yeah. So like, we pay cash for our cars. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have cash to pay for a car, we don't buy a car. Like, yeah. And unless there's like an absolute need, because like we bought our car and had to do a car payment because like our one car broke down and we had a child and we were like, okay, we have to like, that's true. And, but like, so we, even when we moved back to the States, like, and granted, I'm super blessed, honestly, Mm -hmm. like so fortunate, um, to have, uh, parents who are super financially stable. Cause like we moved back to the States and we lived in my mom's house and we borrowed her car until 
we could buy our own. And like, so granted, like that, those circumstances are not everybody's story. Uh Um, So I do want to acknowledge that, but like. But if it's a free resource. It's a free resource. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her husband had, my stepdad had just died. She had two cars. She had an extra one like that she was thinking about selling. I said, hey mom, do you mind waiting on selling it until we can afford to buy our own car cash? And she said, hey, that's a great idea. Go ahead, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, you didn't know, you end up buying it? Yes, we did. Yeah, I was yeah, like, didn't you end up buying it. that car because it <laughs> yeah, made sense? Bought a cash because we were already <laughs> driving it, and I know she took care of it, so why not? <laughs> um, but like, yeah. So like, even I sometimes, and this is like a, a mental thing as well. Like sometimes I do want a nice house. Yeah. Like I oh see gosh, yes. our friends who have like these really nice houses with their backyards and I'm just sitting here in my duplex with like this Dude. tiny front yard and a dog and like do I want a nice house? Yeah. Yeah. Could we buy a nice house? Probably. Would I be able to do this if I did? No. Yeah. And that's like that's like that's it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and I feel like that was like even when I called you that day freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like there was a thousand things that you could have told me and you did. Yeah. You gave me a list I of 10 things. <laughs> and you like and but your heartbeat was exactly that. Mm-hmm. You were like, "Well, hey, there's two things that I know. I know that you can trust Darby that if he says he's going to make it happen, he's going to make it happen." Mm-hmm. And she like number 2, she was like, "But Amanda, like what he's picturing, like picturing like your life to be, like that's what you want, mm-hmm. and like and just go do it, like just be disciplined and go do it. And I was yeah. like, okay, mm-hmm. but like it is like, and the struggle is real because I think like I was thinking about this actually on the way over here is like our world is so like we're just like thrown at us about like this luxury life, even like with business owning, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you and I talk about it all the time. Like people expect business owners to have life together all the time, whether you're one month in, three months in, a year down the mm-hmm. road, they expect you to just like know. Like that your life, like that you just know all the answers. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, why is that? It's like what I was thinking about on the way here. I was like, oh, because Instagram and influencers and all these people tell us like, this is a great life and da 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 da. And nobody mm-hmm. talks about like the moments when you're like laying in a pile of bills and you don't know how you're going to make ends meet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the only thing you have in that moment is the hope that you can figure it out mm-hmm. and that you're going to figure it out and that it will work out in the end. And that one yeah. day the stack of piles is like, you're going to see a bill in the mail and you're gonna be like, Oh, that's cool. And like, and just pay it and be mm-hmm. done. And like, um, yeah, it's like, you know, I, we talk about like my taxes about how mm-hmm. I hate tax season. Cause I really do. And then like, uh, like this tax season with our first tax season where I like, wasn't a panicked crying mess. Like I called Emily and I was like, Emily, all of our tax money went out of this account. And <laughs> I don't even owe the government anything more. Like, you know I mean, I don't have to worry about a monthly I payment have plan. All my taxes saved, yeah. and I can pay them on time. Yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, and so, yeah, like, um, like, and like to be honest, like, my question is like because you and I are so different. And mm-hmm. granted, I know you, I've known you for like a decade now, and right. like, so I know you. But I'm like, it's just it, like it, like it always makes me curious because I'm like, man, like how did your mindset get there? Mm -hmm. Like, cause like for you, it's easy. Like it's like you and Darby are like, it's easy. Like it's easy. Like, okay. Yeah. I want that freedom. So I'm just gonna go start a business Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna make money for myself where I'm like, why? (laughs) And like, and I know Nick is like that too. Nick is like, what are we doing? (laughs) He's very nervous. Um, yeah. So like, honestly, as far as like finances go, like I on like, completely honestly used to be terrible with finances like my mom still laughs to this day when I tell her that like this is my business and this is what I love doing and like that 
like I'm actually good at it because in her mind, I'm still like the kid who had her elementary school lunch card <laughs> taken away from her because she kept overcharging it. Like for books, not even for books. I would like, I would have breakfast and then I'd go to school and they were serving breakfast again. And I'm like, yeah, I could do a second breakfast. And like, like I have my sandwich, <laughs> but they're having nachos today. I want nachos. So I'm going to do that. And my mom, like unbeknownst, like this is all unbeknownst to her. And like, we'll receive a bill from the school. Like, Hey, Emily owes 40 bucks for her lunches. And she'd be like, excuse me. Like I had a lunch card so that I could buy milk every day because <laughs> I took my lunches. And so yeah, like I had to, she talked to the school and I like my privileges for having a lunch card were revoked. Did you like go to buy like one of your meals? Oh yeah. And like it swiped and it was like declined and you're like, what is this? Oh no, I definitely got chewed up by my mom when I came home. <laughs> and she Gloria, was like, how did you, coming at you? Why would you do this? And I was like, well, it just, I, I pay for it with the, with the card. And she's like, you have to have money to do that. Like it just was, like completely went over my head. But like even that carried on through like when I was in high school, like when I was I in like high school. Slightly, I feel like that's like the public school taking advantage of kids because like, they don't know how the a system works. Bit. And they're like, oh yeah, I, I mean, use nachos. We'll send a bill to your parents. To be fair, I was like eight or nine. Like, so it's so like much better. From a young age, I, I really like was know, terrible. I already know, like, Lena, like my four-year-old is like, she like hoards her money. She loves mm-hmm. it. She thinks it's pretty. And so she just goes and puts it in her jar and it oh, just stays there. Saver. Yeah. Owen, like, loses his money. Mm-hmm. Like he, like, I, like, I love him, but like he, like he had like $20 he was saving up for something and like. I asked him where his wallet was because it's like his cousin had bought him this really awesome wallet and he was like super excited about it. And like, and Jonah even told him about like, he saves his money in his wallet. And so Mm -hmm. Owen thought it was this really cool idea. And he was just like, I don't know where it went. And I was like, buddy, it had $20 in it. (laughs) And so now I have explained it enough to him. And there's two sides to Owen. Like he is like his dad and he loves the idea of making money. Mm -hmm. He was like, he understands I make money and I buy things. And mm-hmm. so like, he's like, he loves to make money and then he's a spender like me. Yeah. And so he's like, that's his goal in life is like, and like, um, and so it's funny to me because he's like my kid who's like, now he's better. Now he's, and then it makes me laugh because I'm like, I know that'll be Owen. I know mm-hmm. Owen will straight be given a card and he'll be like, oh, I can buy this. Yeah. And I can buy this. And I'm going to be like, you have to make money to do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. The problem is there was, like, no concept of money attached to yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, even, like, it took me a long time to develop that because, like, even when I was in high school, like, I had to close my bank account because I kept overdrawing <laughs> yeah. it with yeah. my debit card. And, like, overdraft protection. Overdraft fees. Like, I owed, like, 400 bucks to the Dude, bank in overdraft fees as, like, a 16-year-old. I have, like, a theory, like, a conspiracy theory that that's just, like, banks, like, mo- banks' money maker is overdraft fees. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So they're, like, they look at college students and they're, like, oh, you have to spend $750 for your books every semester do you know this thing about overdrafts? And I'm like, it's a loan. Like you have to pay it back mm-hmm. to like, they will straight take it out of the account. The moment that that money comes into your account, they're going to pull it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, like, but it took me into my twenties to like, <laughs> to have some concept of like the money behind the card. Yeah. And that sounds so stupid, but like, honestly, like when I, there was just something that clicked in, in me that like, I think it, I mean, it was right before, we actually moved in together because like Amanda and I and a couple of our really close friends, we rented a house together in our twenties. But it was like, I think a year or two before that, that it just finally clicked to me that like, if I have money, 
I have freedom. Yeah. Like if I don't owe the bank $400 in overdraft fees, I have 400 extra dollars that I can spend on whatever. Like if I put my money in a savings account, then I can take it all out and go to Cambodia for two weeks. You know, like I, and at the end of the day, like money is just a resource. Like, and I know like a lot of people get super overwhelmed by it. They get overwhelmed by their business finances. They get overwhelmed by their personal finances. But like at the end of the day, money, just like time, just like whatever, it's just a resource. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing that you utilize to do the things that you want to do. And so like, that's why, like I was talking with Darby last week about like, yes, my business that I own, Brignola Bookkeeping is all about like bookkeeping and finances, but I don't go into a new client meeting and ask them about their finances right away. I go into that meeting and I ask them about their five-year dreams, about their three-year dreams. Okay. And what are you worried about when it comes to accomplishing that? Okay. Now how does getting your finances in order help you accomplish those things? Yeah. Because your finances, those are the details. That's that's the resource you use to get to the life you want. And like, that goes back to like what we're talking about, like getting your getting everything you can for free, and like cutting all of the expenses that you can. Like we cut our housing expense, but you like you guys cut your car expense. You Mm -hmm. only had one car. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of things that you can cut. Like when you understand like what's important to you as a business owner and as an individual to free up a lot of resources or make more freedom to do the things that you want to do. And like when you recognize that, like even as a business owner, you don't have to be afraid of your finances. You don't have to be like overwhelmed by this. This is just another resource. Like you can be as disciplined with your finances as you are with your time. Mm-hmm. Because if you're an entrepreneur and you're working for yourself full time, like you've got to be disciplined to be yeah. able to get things done. You can take that same, those same principles and apply them to your finances. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it's one of those things like you, I think one of the first things you ever said to me was like, Amanda, at the end of the day, um, one of the first things on your list was like, Hey, I need you to like pay yourself first, like put yourself oh, yeah. like financially, like put something away like over into your bank account. And mm-hmm. I know that was one of your big things that you guys did with you and Nick. Oh, yeah. Um, was like that idea. Like, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it sounds so counterintuitive because you're like, but I have all of these bills. Um, but especially if you're self-employed, you need to be paying yourself first mm-hmm. because then you're going to run out of the one resource that you can't replace, which is yourself and your time. Yeah. So like you're, you Because personally- if you don't pay yourself, you eventually we'll have to go work for someone else. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, because you you do need money to pay bills. Like, that's just the reality we live in. And so, like, if you're not paying yourself first as a business owner, like, you lose yourself. You have to take yourself out of your business. Yeah. And then, unless you have a huge team working for you, like, that's <laughs> it for your business. So, um, yeah, you always have to pay yourself first. And even in, like, your personal finances, Nick and I started doing this, and it was honestly what turned our finances around when we first got married and like we're trying to cut all of our expenses (laughs) so that we could have this, you know, really big margin to be able to have the freedom that we wanted. Um, But we like every single time we got a paycheck, like $500 of that went into our savings account. And yeah, okay. I knew probably two to 300 of this is going to have to come back out to pay bills because that's just the reality that we live in. But I knew if I put $500 into our savings, then and like in my head decided that money was not there, the money that I had 
in my checking account would stretch so much farther Mm -hmm. because it's the same way with your time. Like you, if you give yourself a certain amount of time to do a task, it's going to take that whole amount of time to do the task. Yeah. And if you give yourself a certain budget to do something, it's going to take that entire budget to do that thing. Like if you say I have a $500 ad spend, you're not going to stop at 250. No. You're going to spend the whole 500. Yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. And it's the same like in your personal finances, like, and with your time, if you have something budgeted aside, then you're going to use the full amount. So if you have that money in your checking account, you're going to spend it, especially if you're just building habits. And so we took, you know, an excessive amount in like according to our finances and put it into our savings. And yeah, we had to move some out. But then at the end of the day, if we had to move $200 out, we still had 300 yep. in savings that 100%. would not have been in savings. Yes. And like take this and apply it to your business as well. Like you have to pay yourself first. And I understand like you have these bills that need to get paid and it's going to be stressful. Yeah. Like it is, it is going to be stressful when you have to call ComEd and say, Hey, I don't have the money right now. Can we go on a payment plan? They're like, yeah, just pay us. ComEd would love for you to go on a payment plan. And that's like, that's something I think we can understand as a business owner. Would we rather have all of the money up front? Absolutely we would. Mm -hmm. But I would a hundred percent rather put someone on a payment plan over three mm-hmm. months and get the full amount that I charge them than not put them on a payment plan, okay. have them default on that payment, have them go somewhere else, have not have mm-hmm. them as a client anymore and probably lose out on that money. Yeah. Like, and it's the same with all these other businesses. Like it's, it is a terrible feeling to have to call somebody and say, Hey, I need to go on a payment plan. Mm-hmm. But it can also extend the life of your business. A hundred percent. Yeah. Pay yourself first. Right. <laughs> it's so important, man. Like they, like I've, it's, it's easy to just get lost in like the overwhelm, you know what yeah. I mean? And like, um, and, uh, and Darby is like, he's super optimistic. Like, cause his, like his mindset's always just like, there's no easy way to make more money than to go make more money. Yeah. But it's like so important. Like if you're in the role where you're watching the finances and you're seeing all the things, um, you know what I mean? To like, to be good with the money that's coming in, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I think, um, and that's hard for people, you know, it was hard for me. And that was the adjustments that I made. I feel like one of my, like, uh, number one things that I did starting from the beginning came from my, you know, my sister-in-law, she was like, she's, she was talking about how, like, you know, I'd be like, how the heck do you have those kind of savings accounts? Mm -hmm. And like, and she was like, well, she's like, on average, if you go out to lunch, how much do you spend? And I was like, um, you know, anywhere between 10 and $20 a mm-hmm. day. And she was like, cool. She was like, so you can rationalize in your brain at any given point that $20 can come out of your account. Right. And I was like, yeah. And she mm-hmm. was like, set up an account that's far away from your regular account. And mm-hmm. she's like an auto draft $20 a day. Yeah. $20 a day over 365 right now off the top of my head. Well, not off the top of my head. Cause I'm going to calculate it. Cause, Cause you know, you got a calculator right there in your right? phone. Uh, it's $7,300. Yeah. If $20, like if you can like have $20 hidden away from you, you know what I mean? And like in the account that we have set up, like um, it takes approximately at least 24 hours to get Mm -hmm. back into my account. But even if I take half of that out, like, you know what I mean? Half of that, you're still going to have close to three grand that's going to be sitting there. Yeah. $20 a day, people. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And like, and that was like one of the things she said to me and she was just like, are you going to be mad if like you have three grand next year this time? And I was like, no. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Nick, I I do all of our personal finances. So like even a few years ago, we had like just bought our house and our duplex and 
like our renters needed their furnace to get replaced and their hot water heater to get replaced and like oh, we needed yeah, some electric work that. done and then my car broke down. And so <gasps> we had like within a few months, <coughs> I'm trying to remember, we had like, I think around $7,000 worth of expenses yeah. that we had to pay. I would and be so heartbroken. Bonus, I had just lost my job. You did. I had just That's been right. let go from my job. And so... I remember like all of these bills coming in. Guys, she was let go from so many jobs because she's she is a really great support person. But at the end of the day, she's just always been geared to work for herself. That's true. And so when you put yourself in positions where you're working for other people, you're just always going to be disappointed because you know that there's a more efficient way to use your time. Mm -hmm. And then you just feel like people are wasting your time. So that's the reality. I feel like... You know, like Amanda and I, we we are big believers. And so I honestly believe that like God was trying to push me towards being a business uh-huh. owner. And I kept yes. being like, no. <laughs> I, know. I, I was like, I just don't want people to think that like, well, Emily loses all these jobs. And I was like, no, she, it's just like, that's the nature of it. Like it Darby, is. Darby lost a lot of jobs because he hate, like he really just genuinely is better working for himself than working mm-hmm. for other people. Like yeah. <laughs> it just is what it is. Yeah. So like but at that time, like I just been let go and we had like seven thousand dollars worth of expenses and I remember Nick freaking out and he was like how are we possibly (laughs) going to pay for all of this and I was like well we're gonna have to take it all out of our savings that's a nightmare for people like him and I well he didn't even know that we had that much in our savings because I handle our our personal finances and he was like what do you mean we can take like we don't have that money and I was like yeah we do we have that money in our savings and he was like how how can we possibly, <laughs> like, we just bought a house. We just did oh, this. Yeah. We just did that. And I was like, yeah, but every single paycheck, I take out $150. Like, every single paycheck he gets, every single paycheck I get. Yeah. And then, like, also, we utilized a lot of, like, I don't want to say, like, life hacks or whatever to buy our house. But, like, I have a really good credit score. Illinois has a first-time home buyers grant. Like, we applied the first time home buyers grant for our down payment and it covered our down payment and most of our closing costs. And so like out of pocket to buy our house, I think we spent like a thousand dollars and somebody else yeah. pays our mortgage. Like, <laughs> so right? like we, like it's, it's, we set ourselves up like really well financially so that like when is that quote unquote disaster struck and we had all yeah. these things then like I yeah I could just take seven thousand dollars out of our savings and like yeah things were tight for a while after that but then like when I started working again money went back into our savings Mm -hmm. like every single paycheck money goes back into our savings like don't even think about it every single paycheck Mm -hmm. and like we have the same system set up for our retirement accounts like Mm -hmm. every single paycheck which Nick and I get paid on alternating weeks so once a week Money's coming out of our account and going into our savings and into our retirement accounts. Yes. Like, I love it. It's automation. And this is also like for investing. Like, yeah. I love like financial independence and like early retirement. Um, but one of the, gosh, I can't remember his name, JL Collins, I think it is, says that he has this whole book um, called The Simple Path to Wealth. And in it, he kind of details out like, honestly how easy it is to retire a millionaire mm-hmm. and he compound goes interest. through compound interest it's the eighth wonder of the world he also goes through like the mindset behind mm-hmm. it and like why so many people don't and he talks through like all these different studies of whose investments do the best and it's not the actively managed accounts it's not the people who you know buy low sell high 
Like it's not those people. Surprisingly enough, it is people who have invested and completely forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. Like they have investment accounts. They completely forgot they had it. Over time, those people do better than any Mm -hmm. other account. Like Mm -hmm. as far as. Yeah, I like surprised my accountant and I think even you like when like because my accountant asked for like my 1099 for my my uh uh my Robin Hood account mm-hmm. and um for 2020 and I was like I don't have a 1099 and he was like so you did not sell a stock <laughs> like and I was mm-hmm. like I don't even know how to do that like I don't even know what like that because I'm yeah. still learning about it and my my one financial advisor he was like automatically have something withdrawal from your account every week yeah for your buying power and like, and he's like, you just tell it where to go. Like mm-hmm. he was like, one of, no matter what, whether you sell, buy anything, he's like a hundred percent every week. I want a dollar amount going into that account. Yeah. And I made like double what I put in last year. And my accountant was like, I mean, you're good at whatever you're doing. Like, you yes. know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, and so it's like, it's fun because like li- literally like, that's like what Darby and I've talked about is like <clears throat> me having more freedom to just automate things because mm-hmm. that's where the wealth is. Like one of the things that, um one of my other friends like had said to me was like, um, it's not like your worth is not like what you make. Your worth is what you have in your accounts. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day and mm-hmm. what you pass on to your kids, oh, that's yeah. actual wealth, you know? There are plenty of six figure earners who are making upwards of like 200, $300,000 a year that live paycheck to paycheck. It because drives me crazy. Doesn't it? It makes me so sad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Nick and I, like, we're still in like the 10% income bracket. Like mm-hmm. we barely pay income tax mm-hmm. and like don't make much, but like keep our expenses super low. So we have all this freedom and honestly put most of our money away <laughs> into right? like investments or into savings accounts or retirement accounts. But like, if we're in I our thirties too. And we like, you know what I mean? Like you guys want to have kids, like we yeah. have kids. So we're still building like We're still building like all that. But, like, my point is, like, these people with their – if I had, like, $300,000 a year, right. bet I'd be retired next year. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah. But, like, it all comes back to, like, how how do you manage your finances? Like, mm-hmm. do you keep your expenses low? Do you know where your income is coming from and where it's going? Yeah. And do you have systems set up to benefit you and your lives? Because, yeah. like – Automation is key, man. Automation is key. Setting things up, like, so it comes out and you don't even, like, register that it's gone. And then, um, yeah, like, figuring out what's important to you. Because, like, my, I have my sister-in-law and her husband were just talking about, like, starting a small business. And granted, it would be, like, on the side to what their jobs are oh, now. 100%. But, like, his dream, my brother-in-law, is to have his own, like, small farm and to be able to be, like, full-time self-employed doing that and just like sell his vegetables at a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking about it. And like, when we bought this house, when we bought this house, she was like, man, I would love to do something like that. It's like, but you can't Christy. Cause you have five kids. Like you have five small children. (laughs) You cannot possibly move into a duplex. Mm -hmm. Like that's just not a possibility. And Mm -hmm. so not everybody can do what we're doing. Like Mm -hmm. your life circumstances are not going to be the same, but maybe you could cut down to one car. Maybe Mm -hmm. you could cut out, going out to eat once a week. And right. And that's where like even your nice differences were, Yeah, you know what I mean? Was like the car expense made sense to us because we had a kid when we started business. Mm-hmm. Owning, you know what I mean? Um, but like we always had to have a roof over our head, you know? Yeah. Um, but our life is like, I mean the house we rent is we rented it from like a guy who was like, he like is known to rent for really cheap mm-hmm. for business owners. And yeah. so like, and I had my eye like 
on this house for years. Mm-hmm. And then the moment it hit, like I called him up because I was like, we had friends that were living in there before us. And I called him up and I said, hey, like, let me pitch the vision to you. Yes. And he was like, yes, let us support you. Go run our house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, and because of like what he does, I'm like, man, like that's the goal. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is like to be in that position because he was a small business owner and like, and runs a really great, you know, chiropractic office in our area. And that's what he does. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He rents out like four or five houses to people that are in our shoes. And I'm mm-hmm. going, I'm going to do that again one day. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But for us is like, even when we're looking at houses now is like Darby, like, you know, we want land and all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, the more the more money we make, the more I'm like, we can live in an RV, like yeah. you know what I mean, and travel. Like I was like, think about that, Darby. Like, I was like, we can set up our life where like we can go travel for a week and come back, and you can coach classes and all that stuff, mm-hmm. be at the gym, and then we can go back on the road. And it's like for us, it's like less is becoming more for us, and oh, I yeah. feel like that's like I think that's the beauty of like well, it's kind of come out of the pandemic though too, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I think with that like we should probably wrap up and do all yeah, the things and. But guys, thank you for joining the discussion. It's so good. And like, I, I know that's like, this is a heavy subject for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it is like, I hate talking about money. And so when I have questions, normally Emily is the first person I call. Um, mostly one, because she runs my books, but also <laughs> like, you know, she's one of my best friends and like, um, and you need those people. You know what I mean? Like if you have fears about money, please, 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 please surround yourself with people who like don't have fears about money. You know what I mean? Outside of your marriage, outside of your business, like, and just get around them and like, and ask them how, how they even view money like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that was like the the game changer for me, you know? Um, so yeah, um, any of your questions, jump into our group. I'll let Emily do all this because she does it a lot fancier than I do. Sure. Yeah. So no, if you're not a part of our Facebook group, go ahead. There's going to be a link in the show notes jump on our Facebook group. It's just, we always promote it, but it's because we, it's like the whole heart behind small business wife. It's the community of small business owning women, um, to empower and edify and resource each other. Um, Mm -hmm. and so like, we just are so passionate about that. That's our whole like vision for for small business (laughs) life. And so like jump in the Facebook group, you will not regret joining a community of people to support you along the way. Um, and then if you want to support us, you can always uh, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast on any of the platforms that you're listening on. We're on so many, so I'm not even going to name them all, all. <laughs> but it just lets the content providers like, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whoever, um, just know that you like the content that we're putting out. And, um, and the podcast is on the website now, so you can like yes. access the podcast on our website, smallbusinesswife.com, and then you can go into it, you click it, and um, our profile will show you all the places that you can access it which is huge yes absolutely and also coming soon we've got a few you guys should be on the lookout um coming in the next couple weeks we're going to have a few really exciting things um we're going to start having a resources page where we're going to list i think next week we're going to be talking about um our favorite resources as small business owners um Mm -hmm. and so we're going to have a resources page linked up there also on the small business wife website so that you guys can um, click on those and resource yourself. And then also, um, as we're kind of like talking about finances in the next couple of weeks, you're also going to be able to see um, on that resources page, but also in the Facebook group, um, it's going to have a, um, Oh, the shoestring budget, shoestring (laughs) budget. Like, yeah, it's going to have like a, 
a different worksheets and stuff like that. Like the practicals, yeah. like the like the things I talked about earlier, like the ten things that Emily mm-hmm. told me. She'll have like kind of like a document on like I think it's more simplified now. Like it's probably yeah. she would probably suggest like five things now for people. Yeah. And like and that's really practical and easy for a lot of new business mm-hmm. owners for sure. Especially across like multiple sectors. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. If you want more detail uh. for your specific sector in business and, and personal life, then set up a phone call with set her. up a phone call. Yeah. I would absolutely love to talk like and I'm not being sarcastic. Like I would absolutely love (laughs) to Mm -hmm. talk about this with you because this is what I'm so passionate about this is why I'm passionate about finances um because like I genuinely like believe in you and your business and want to see you in and know that finances is just one of the many resources and tools that you can use to accomplish your dreams so give us a call but other than that we'll see you guys next week yeah